Welcome to the Built Tech Podcast, exploring and discussing the future of technology in the global built environment. The Built Tech Podcast is sponsored by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs. Now the host of the podcast, Matt Knight. Welcome to the Built Tech Podcast. I'm Matt Knight with Shadow Ventures, and uh, joining me today is Robert Cooper. He's the president and CEO of Imbue. And Robert, thank you for joining me this morning. I'd love if you'd take two or three minutes to tell us a little bit about Imbue, how the company came about, and the problem you solved that you think Imbue solved. Yeah. Hi, Matt, and uh, happy to be uh, happy to be doing this this podcast and connecting with you guys. So. Uh, and, in a nutshell, uh, what MBU does is what we call building intelligence for uh, multifamily apartment complexes. So what does that really mean? What it means is that we take a lot of the kind of smart home um, and Internet of Things devices that you might be familiar with in your own home or perhaps you've seen them in your office environment, and we put those into multifamily apartment complexes. And the reason we do that is uh, obviously to make a, a nicer environment, a, a higher tech uh, and a more sustainable environment for the residents. But really what we're doing is delivering value to the landlord, the owner and the manager of that property. You know, today, uh, those folks uh, that manage those properties uh, often use the phrase, they're waiting for things to break. Uh, they really don't have a lot of visibility of what's going on in those properties, how well they're operating. And the first they find out about something is uh, if a resident calls them, and, uh, and hopefully that's pretty soon after something bad happened. Uh, it could be something like a water leak uh, that might, you know, drip through, you know, three or four apartments in a stack before you find out about it. It might be that no heat or no cool call on the first hot day of uh, summer or the first cold day of winter. Without technology, we can give uh, the staff advance warning of those kinds of problems days or weeks in advance. And that really is a game changer for the way they operate and manage those properties. So if I'm an average homeowner, and I want to think of my analysis here, it's essentially kind of like having our Nest thermostat at home, but a lot of the multifamily technology is a little more advanced than that, and it can alert the maintenance and the landlord reps of when things happen inside of my apartment unit. Is that right? That's exactly right. And um, the way to think about this is, you know, a direct-to-consumer product or a single-family residential product, uh, think about it. The, 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 the person that purchased that product, the person that operates that product, and the person that lives in the house that has that product, those are essentially the same person or the same family. And what's different and exciting about the multifamily market, multifamily rental market in particular, is those are three, often three different entities. And so designing a product that does the right thing for the occupant, it does the right thing for the manager of that property, and the economics work out for the owner of that property. That really is a lot of what this business is about. And essentially, the owners love it because they get to do preventative work or at least earlier recovery work instead of having something that's not working for you know, hours, days, or even weeks, depending on the property. Absolutely. And... Um, you know, one example from one of our early customers, uh, they have a persistent problem. This is a 400-unit apartment complex. Uh, they have a persistent problem with uh, some of the heating units. Gradually over the summer, they, they um, actually get air bubbles in, in the water loops. Um, and 
you know, it's pretty easy for them to fix. They have to go in, they have to bleed the system, you know, it takes about half an hour, maybe takes an hour. Uh, actually, it's not that easy to fix now that I mention it. But, you know, the real problem is that they don't find out about this until that first cold day in the fall. And they find out about, about it because somebody comes home at seven in the evening, your apartment's cold. So, you know, they've got to call out some emergency staff to work on that. The emergency staff aren't happy. The owner's not happy paying them overtime rates for that. And the resident certainly isn't happy. And the frustrating thing is if they'd literally just known about that, you know, during the middle of the day even, uh, everybody would be, would be much, much happier. And, of course, we're able to tell them about it, as I said, days or weeks in advance. And we're looking at the weather forecast as well. So we can say, hey, we know there's going to be an issue. You know, nobody's complaining right now. It's kind of nice out. heats on a little bit. But we, from our analytics, can tell you that next Tuesday, when it's going to be 25 degrees out, the, you're going to get a no heat call, and maybe you should deal with it now while you got while you got the time and the, and the staff have some uh, have some uh, spare capacity. So, in that line, does that mean your average or ideal client so far has been a multifamily landlord that owns one property, several properties, average size is a couple hundred units? Tell me a little bit more about your target client. Sure. Sure. So the great thing about the technology is it works pretty much in every kind of multifamily from a, you know, from an implementation perspective. In fact, we have done a couple of uh, small multifamilies, triple deckers, as we call them up here in Boston. Um, but really from, this, from the point of view of growing a startup and uh, really getting a, a good, on a good growth curve, our target is owners and managers of 10,000 plus units in properties of 100 plus units, so an apartment complex of 100, 100 or more units. And our average that we're seeing is around about 250. Um, as a growing startup business, those are fantastic deals because uh, they're, they're, they're relatively large deals dollar-wise. Uh, the recurring revenue from them is pretty, pretty great. And uh, when we go into a, a, an apartment portfolio, uh, we're going and meeting with, with the uh, senior levels of that enterprise and we explain our value proposition. And then the discussion immediately goes to, well, here's one of our properties that's that's ripe for this right now. We just purchased it and we'd like to, you know, bring it up market a little, little bit um, or it's due for, you know, renovation cycles. Let's go in and get involved in that cap cycle. And then we work through the rest of their portfolio, kind of a land and expand um, approach. Got it. And tell me about what types of hardware you guys work with. Yeah, uh, we start off uh, typically with the smart thermostat. Now, this is a device that you know is familiar to, to, to folks that have seen their own homes. Uh, we've got a, a thermostat. It's 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 not ours. We we use a third party thermostat, but it's integrated with what's what's called uh, mesh networking, wireless mesh networking. So. Each thermostat is actually like a little router or a little repeater. And so we can put those throughout the building um, and they basically form our building-wide network. So we don't depend on the renter's Wi-Fi, uh, which is kind of their choice, how they, how they set that up and, and you know, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, we don't care. Uh, we put on that building-wide network. The thermostat is a great place to start. A because it's that it's that node in the in the in the mesh network. But most importantly, uh, because it's a great source of data and a great source of the ability to control what's going on in the building, which you know I can get into in a, a, a little bit later. So that's the thermostat. Uh, we have a water leak detector, 
Uh, we have an ambient conditions sensor that senses temperature, humidity, and motion in the apartments. We have um, lighting controls. Um, and uh, very shortly this year, we're adding um, networked door locks. Uh, we can also manage elements in common space. And um, that's where we put in some additional devices. So that's right now. Tell me about four or five years from now, not just you guys, but tell me about the smart apartment of 2023. Yeah, the uh, the big opportunity in smart apartment is that for 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 many many years, um, apartment complexes were very very challenging to get into with any kind of building controls um, or anything that you would perhaps see in a commercial office building that that would be classed as building intelligence. Thanks to the revolution in smart home and the commoditization of smart home. Um, Ourselves and, and other folks in the industry are able to take advantage of that and for the first time put these devices and the net, these networks into these buildings. What that means is um, we're going in and, and doing it right the first time, if you will. And, and if you look out at the industry where, you know, commercial building intelligence is right now where it's going, you know, it's a lot of siloed networks. It's a lot of, uh, uh, quite frankly, cost and, and complexity both to install and to operate those networks. By doing it right the first time in large multifamily, we're able to put in a network that manages itself. We're able to put in a, a set of devices and then a cloud service um, that is uh, mobile enabled that empowers the staff, regardless of their skill level, in how to, um, in how to operate the building. So what I see you know, five years from now is that you know, the majority of apartment complexes We'll have this kind of technology in. Um, if it's done right, it'll it'll provide more than just the smart home benefit for the yeah, residents. Yeah. It'll also provide this building intelligence and building control um, capability for the for the owners and managers. And you know, I talked about the the, the benefits that we're providing today in terms of preventing losses and, and maintenance and so forth. Longer term, what's really happening? If you look beyond just the apartment complex, if you look into what's going on in cities, we're seeing a strong smart city and smart grid development. So whether it's connecting the building to transportation systems, uh, whether it's connecting the building to smart grid and microgrids, so that it's a, a full participant in the kind of dynamic um, energy uh, environment that we're going to be seeing with uh, the increase in renewables, um, the increase in, in uh, energy storage and the um, increase in kind of grid volatility from those. Having the apartment building, like other elements of the built environment, interact in that environment um, and be a, a full citizen, if you will, in a smart city, that's actually going to be really important for, I think, everybody in the industry. So what about in view specifically for 2018? What do you think the goals and the growth strategy looks like for this year specifically? Yeah, we, uh, we've been um, in operation since uh, January of 2015. And we did our first uh, large building install in, in 2016. 2017 was really where we saw the early traction and early growth into multiple customers and, and multiple buildings. So really 2018 is a big build year for us. Uh, we have a lot of the core technology in place. Obviously, there's a lot more um, on the technology side that we're developing as we improve our analytics 
and we improve our automation. But really, uh, the big growth path for 2018 is to build up our sales channel environment, our sales channel um, um, ecosystem, so that we can scale uh, as rapidly as possible. And a lot of that scaling does involve sales partners. So these are folks that um, will do the, um, the initial customer contact. They will, um, you know, spec out what will be installed. Uh, they, will, they will sell the hardware and install it. And then uh, we will operate the building intelligence service and, and uh, have the long-term relationship with the customer. So developing those uh, partnership relationships um, is a key part of our growth strategy for 2018. And say someone is listening to this and they'd like to get in touch with you, what's the best way to reach out? Sure. Uh, the best thing to do is to go to our website, mbue.com. That's E-M-B-U-E.com. And you'll find a call to action there. Um, if you would like, if you have a property uh, or a portfolio that you would like us to take a look at, um, or if you're a partner, that's interested in um, really helping us tap into this market, uh, just go there. If you uh, prefer to use email, just send an email to info at mbu.com. Perfect. Well, Robert, thank you very much for joining us today and uh, for sharing your insights with us. Excited to have you guys as a part of Built Tech Labs and get to know you guys a little bit better. And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing exciting growth from you guys in 2018. Thank you very much, Matt, and uh, we're very excited to be part of the Built Tech ecosystem as well. This has been another edition of the Built Tech Podcast by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs. For more information, please visit builttechlabs.co and shadowfund.vc, or you can follow Matt Knight on LinkedIn.